Well, good evening everybody. Welcome to today's webcast. Good to have you with us, Barry. Here we are. This is about the second or third time this season we're together. Yeah, yeah here we are, bro. It's good, good. So what have you been doing then? You've been uh, on holiday. Uh, we went to Mexico. For Wonderful. Mexico. Yeah, just, uh, just to celebrate our 40th wedding anniversary, we had the... We actually, the actual date was a couple of weeks earlier, but we, you know, we managed to sneak away. Great. home now, and yeah. yeah. How are you doing? I'm good, thank you. Had a great week in Poland last week. Went really well. Not on holiday or anything, but doing a, a school. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, really good. Really went well, thank you. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. And uh, last week you had a guest speaker. That was a good time. Yes, S.J. Hill. I don't know if you've ever met S.J. No, I haven't. No, no you haven't no. met. I, I met him, at, I think it was either the first or the second Father's Love Forum that Jack Winter did. Ah, okay. he, he gathered, a, back in the, in the early days of the forum, it was um, uh, ministries, like different ministries that would come yeah, together yeah, yeah. carrying this revelation. And so uh, that's when I met S.J. He was... Uh, uh, you, have you heard of the Browns, Brownsville Revival? Yeah, yeah. He was uh, a part of the, the staff there uh, okay. during that. He was uh, he was one of their Bible teachers, and uh, yeah, great guy. I just uh, uh, I've been wanting to connect with him on on one of our our webcasts for a long time, and, and so it was just it was great timing, and love to have him back on when you're here. He's uh, yeah, uh, he's got so much energy. Like he's I think he said he was 74 now. Oh wow, full of just. Just vim and vigor. It's just so, so inspiring for us who yeah. are now in our 60s, and that's including you, mate. It is. And all that. Uh, <laughs> now, Barry, there's a couple of people saying your volume's a little bit low. My volume is low. Okay. So I don't know. You, you probably are a bit lower than me, but I don't know if you can tweak that for us. Okay. How's that? Check one, two. The Father loves you. Check one, two. How's, How's that, that folks? Gang? Just. But uh, otherwise, turn your turn your, your your volume up on your computers. Oh. But um, how's yeah? Uh, if, if we have a bit of feedback, is Barry's sound better? Is it better now? Um, yeah, you know, the, in the course, the, the more excited I get, the louder I get. So that's <laughs> Absolutely, that might, that might be a problem afterwards. <laughs> that's better, uh, they say. So that's great. Yeah. No, I actually I looked at my uh, uh, my dial on my sound box thing, and it was somehow it was turned. By, by mistake so yeah thank you guys for that feedback and and you know in the same token if I'm getting too loud you know to say very <laughs> we'll turn uh, you yeah. down <laughs> they, still, I mean, they still say you're a bit low but um, they say it, I'm low okay well, well, Sophie let me, says I you're a bit low yeah I can uh, I can turn that up too how's that is that better I mean from my perspective it's okay but um, yeah it's um, I don't know. Right. We'll, we'll see. Well, we'll see we what the comments. We can adjust it. I can bring the microphone a little closer. I just uh, I don't want to. You know, when the moment that I get excited, you know, and everybody goes ah. There's, <laughs> a, there's a, you know, I think there's a bit of distortion now. But um, I would just is that too loud then? I can. Put, I think uh, go back to where you were. I think that's okay. Um, well, that's I've 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 we'll we'll see. We'll I'm, sure I'll, I, I'm sure I'll get a little louder as as we uh, yeah as we go. Well, you know, I, I do know as you get excited, <laughs> it's 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 it sparks it off. But that's about the same. Okay, better with the microphone closer. Okay, well, let's try this and um, see how it goes. I mean, we are dependent on the internet as well, and that can change yes. things. Yes. But yeah, well, we've. Uh, it's been several weeks since we were on together, <laughs> Barry. <laughs> I know. Um, in fact, I think this is probably only the third one this season that we've, that we've been, together. Been, been together. But hey, it's where it is sometimes. Um, yeah. Yeah. So what we want to do this evening is just have a conversation together about going deeper in the Father's love. And mm. it is, this is more of a conversation um, together. Um, of of and hopefully it'll be practical as well as you know inspirational and and so on. But because um, there's, there's always so much more, isn't there, Barry? You know, mm. 
we I mean you've been in this this whole revelation much longer than me what 1997 uh, yeah that was the kind of the beginning but the uh, hey, no we're we're, ju- we're just uh, as Jack Winter used to say we're, we're three-year-olds teaching two-year-olds so I'm, I'm comfortable with that well I'm comfortable with that too but I, I'm, I'm just aware that it's like this is like 20 years for me because yeah, it was 2002 yeah. and I still feel um, you know, I'm just dipping my toes in the water, <laughs> yeah. and uh, you know, so much more. Yeah, and I, I think you know, one, one of the things that I think almost defines kind of at least getting older. I'm not, I won't say maturity, but getting older is is it's like I think the older we get, the longer we've been in something. I think the more we are aware of what we don't know. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you know, when you're when we're young and we, you know, we've got the world by the tail and we've got life figured out. But by the time we get in our 60s and 70s, it's like, well, you know, it's it wasn't exactly what what I was thinking it was all along. But yeah. so that's all good because I think that's all part of the process, and I think that's why, you know, what we're saying is that there's always more, right? Rather than yeah. saying we're we we we've reached the top of the mountain. That's that's. Uh, I think that's very true, Barry. The, 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 the longer I've gone on with a lot of things, you know, the, the less I feel I know about them or understand about them. And you know what? I'm actually comfortable with that because yeah. it keeps us in that whole thing of mystery yeah. rather than mastery. And it's the, the mystery, the unknown is something I think that is really important for us to hang on to. Yeah, absolutely. I, I mean, I think, and I think that's one of the things that I think age does kind of, I don't know if it's the, the knocks of life or, you know, we, <laughs> the experiences that we have that, you know, things aren't always predictable and understandable. But, to, you know, for me, the of course, the older I get, I'm, I'm, you know, when I do questions and answers at schools and things, and I'm sure you have those sessions, you know, I just, the first thing I say to people is, you, you might ask a question, and if I don't know the, the answer, I'm not going to fake it. Like yeah. I, I will just say I don't know the answer to that, and I'm yeah. I'm okay with that. And it just I think I think what that ends up de- doing, and really in the rea- in reality for everybody, it gives us all permission yeah. to to be able to embrace that mystery more. You know, because yeah. there's so much more mystery than there is, uh, you know, certainty as far Absolutely. as a really big universe that our father is is uh, continuing to expand. Yeah. It's, it's like last week, someone tried to engage me in a conversation that I, I knew nothing about. And I just said, I'm not going there. <laughs> you know, you know far more about this than me, and I'm not even going to comment on it. <laughs> and it's just having that security and, and peace about it, really, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, wherever we're on, and we're, we're all on this journey, and um, you know, however, in, in a sense, it doesn't really matter how long we've been on the journey. Mm. Um, but for all of us, there is there is more. Mm. And one of the, I think the thing that really strikes me very often is whenever I think I've got it, you know, whenever I think I've oh, yeah, I've got this sussed, all I've done is bring God down to my level. Right. And I made him the size of my mind or my understanding or my experience. And, you know, that's a very dangerous thing. And I I have to be very, I I don't know about you, Barry, but I I have to be very careful about that. Because Mm. the moment I think I've got it, I just diminished how much more there is. (laughs) And I have to, you know, I'm quick these days. I'm very quick to let go of thinking I've got it. You know, and I, yeah. I go back to that place and saying I really haven't got anything. You know, there's so much more to experience, so much more to, to live in, you know, and grow in. And that's what we want to just sort of chat about um, yeah. this evening together, because wherever we are on the journey, that for all of us, there's more. And our encouragement this evening to, today is is for you all to pursue the more you know to to pursue to keep pursuing what father has for you to keep pursuing a greater knowledge a greater depth of relationship with him because um there is so much more for us all to experience and i was just thinking about this this afternoon and um 
one of the verses that came to mind is um, 1 Corinthians chapter 14 verse 1 which obviously comes straight after chapter 13 which is talking all about love you know love is patient love is kind and so on and you know we, we, we do so many things in part but when love comes you know that's the sort of the um, that's what matters you know and Paul says at the end of the chapter uh, all these uh, um, faith hope and love remain but the greatest is love and so he ends chapter 13 by saying you know the greatest is, is love and then chapter 14 verse 1 the opening words are pursue love pursue love and other translations say make love your goal or your greatest aim or or whatever and really you know that's that that i think is the encouragement that paul is giving us you know all of the things that we spend a lot of time learning about like prophecy tongues interpretation paul says they're all good but the most important thing is is love and uh, you know, I, I want to encourage all of us um, to pursue the gifts of the Spirit because they're so vital, they're so necessary, they're so important for us all. You know, and to pursue those, but above everything, to pursue love. And when we talk about pursuing love, of course, we're talking about pursuing a person. You know, mm. God is love. Um, God is our Father, so our Father is love. And so when we talk about pursuing love, we're not talking about pursuing a concept or a theory or a principle, but we're talking about pursuing the person of love, the one who is love. Yeah, and, and I, think that's, I think that's really important because, I mean, when you think about it, um, when the gifts, I mean, in, in the earlier in First Corinthians 13, you know, though I speak with tongues of men and of angels, and if I don't have love, Mm-hmm. I have nothing, you know, and, and of course he goes on to talk about some pretty amazing things, you know, throwing, you know, having faith to move mountains and things. And and yet, like you, you're saying, it's it's and I, I and I think you really nailed that, Mark. I just want to like, just when you said about it, it's love as a person. Mm. Right? Love is 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 the father, son and spirit. And it's just it's 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 like. You know, when we when we understand that, that anything else is just kind of a, a byproduct of being mm-hmm. in in relationship with with the who, the one who is love. Then yeah. we start to realize, oh, yeah, I mean, you know, like the language Paul uses above all else, you know, yeah. I, I show you a greater, a better way. Like, it's like, yeah, there's this, but then there's this. Yeah. And this is it's this. It's the it's the main thing that we're talking about. So, yeah, yeah I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. No, no, that's good. You, but I just wanted to like, wow, that that to me that had that. Um, it was like, wow. Yeah, it's 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 to pursue the person of love. The, yeah. you know the yeah. father son and spirit yeah yes. awesome yes because you know when we talk about loving our family or our, our husbands or wives or our, our friends we're, we're talking about loving a person yeah and you know all of these significant relationships are in our heart mm. and just as our significant family or friends those relationships are in, are in our heart so our relationship with our heavenly father is in our heart Mm-hmm. And yeah, when we we want to pursue that person who is our father, and mm-hmm. you know how do we how do how do we go deeper in love with someone, with a person, with a friend, with a husband, with a wife? We spend time with them, mm-hmm. and you know you you. <laughs> I was talking to um, some friends a few weeks ago, and. Um, their, their their son got married just before lockdown, and then the wife had was the wife was from overseas, but for various reasons the wife had to go back to her home country to get visas and all that sort of thing, and then suddenly lockdown hits and COVID hits, and husband and wife are separated for months and months and months. They've only just got married, and you know. Of course, we've got Zoom and FaceTime and all that sort of stuff, but you can't really pursue a, a love relationship. I mean, it, they obviously had to keep it going over the Internet and over Zoom or FaceTime or whatever for those months that they were apart. But of course, 
when they get back together that's when they can really build and you know their love for one another can really grow and actually start to grow um you know you, you hear things like that and you think gosh the, you know the the, the the pain and the cost of of lockdown and covid that people have been through it's incredible but it, it was only when she was able to get back to this country that they could really sort of build together and um you know how do we get how do we go deeper with our father we spend time with him um yeah and i was just reminded of that um the story with moses in exodus 33 where Moses says to the Lord, you know, he says, I, I think he's having a moan. <laughs> Moses says to the Lord, you know, you've been telling me, lead these people, but you've not let me know who you will send with me. You know, it's like Moses sees the nation of Israel. They're always in rebellion. And, you know, Moses thinks, oh, how am I going to do this? You know, who's going to come with me? Who's going to help me? And he says you know if you're pleased with me teach me your ways you know show me show me how to do this job but the lord's reply is just so wonderful because it goes beyond it goes way beyond um moses's requests moses says you know who's going to help me and teach me your ways you know and, and the lord's reply is so beautiful he says oh he says my presence will go with you you know and i'll give you rest and it's like Moses gets a revelation in that moment. He says, oh, you know, if your presence doesn't go with us, then I don't want to go anywhere. <laughs> you know, I just want to be stuck in the center of your presence. Mm. And I think that's, you know, that's really what I felt Father put on my heart today mm. is that we have a longing for his presence because as we spend time in his presence, that's how our love for him will grow and we'll go deeper with him well it's interesting too when you think about um his presence it's that means we you know in a sense being present in his presence you yes. know? like to be you know and oftentimes the struggle that we can have uh, and maybe nobody else on the probably nobody else on the webcast but uh, me but you know staying in the moment you know yeah. right you know thinking about the future versus you know reflecting about the past and and the the great I am is right in the, this very moment. And I think being in you know being in that place of of abiding in that you know in the in the real time moment mm. moment by moment, and not thinking you know I mean of course you can make plans for you know where you're going to go on holidays and all the decisions you need to make, but to make those plans still grounded in you know right in that moment. And and even you know Romans eight fourteen. Paul says, "Those who are led by the Spirit, these are the the children of God." And it just just even in that, it's like, what would life look like for mm. us mm. if we just were being led by the Spirit? So that meant yeah. we aren't leading ourselves. It's not like you know we have this engine that is trying to accomplish things in our own you know uh, own ability, but you know being led by the Spirit. I think it was um, I think it was Bill Johnson that uh, mentioned about you know when the holy spirit descended upon jesus like a dove mm -hmm. and it's just like you know what did that look like that you know that like the holy spirit manifests like a dove and it's just like how would we live life if we had a dove sitting on our <laughs> shoulder all the time right and you're just wanting to be uh just aware of that and so yeah i i think yeah it, it's all part of the main thing being the main thing eh yeah absolutely yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yes and finding that place of his presence as well you know i think yeah. that that takes time doesn't it yeah because um, yeah. we can get too busy yeah and we can run from one thing to the next thing and mm -hmm. lose sight of the main thing right and i think yeah. one of the things that um I, and I'm sure you've had uh, the same kind of uh, experiences that I've had with this, but where people really struggle to connect with their heart's desires, even. And yeah. you know, and of course, I always, and I know I've referred to the Chariots of Fire movie about uh, uh, the Lytle, is it? Was it Eric? Eric Lytle. Little, 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 yeah. Little yeah. and uh, 
you know, of course, the Olympic runner for the the Great Britain, and and you know when he said that God made me run fast, and when I run, I feel His pleasure, mm-hmm. and I think part of even, I, I I think oftentimes we when we even think about uh, experiencing the the presence of God, you know, we might have this spiritual box, right, where we think, okay, I I find God in you know my meditation or my devotionals or, or my prayer times. But, you know, to be able to expand that to say, where do you feel the Father's pleasure in your life, you know, and, and to find God there, right, and mm-hmm. to be able to, in things that you love to do. And um, I think that it just expands the possibilities, you know, when we're able to just see that, you know, where we go, he goes. And, and often I think a lot of the struggle we have, at least, you know, for me, it's it's when we forget, you know, mm-hmm. we lose the awareness of his abiding presence, right? And we kind of think he's somewhere else, and yeah. he's he's right here. <laughs> yeah, that's right. He's always with us. Yeah, yeah. And it's you know, I think we just have to we have to hold on to that that yeah. he's always with us. He's always loving us. You know, it's not a tap we turn on <laughs> um, because the tap is always flowing. Um, you know, it's not. It's it's not down to us. It's it's yeah. it's just because he is love. He is always loving us. He's always pouring his love into our hearts. Romans five, verse five. Yeah. And you know, okay, I think sometimes we can, you know, our hearts can be closed or or whatever. And receiving is not easy for us. But he's always pouring his his love out. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's not his ability to love us. It's yeah. our ability to receive that. And um, for me, that comes back to keeping our hearts open uh, to receive. Yeah, and I think you know part of that, even like you like you said, is that that it's the it's not the Father's uh, reluctance to love us. He is always loving us. It's our ability to receive His love, and you know, and I think so many of us have struggled with this idea of performance, right? Mm-hmm. So even with our connection with God, that good day, you know, God loves me, bad day, you know, I'm, I'm hiding, looking for some fig leaves, you know. <laughs> and I think when we, I know for me, and I've said this before because, you know, I've said in the past, you know, talking about my own life, that I, you know, I, I was a performance junkie in that sense. You know, I, I was always feeling that my value, my self-worth was based on accomplishing things. And when when you you know you fail, then you know shame came. Or certainly in the you know the family dynamics that I experienced. And um, but I find you know even now you know 25 years in that um, sometimes I I feel the father's love the most for me mm-hmm. when I feel I, I I deserve it the least. <laughs> no, because because again, I think still like we talk about being on this continuum of, uh, you know, I I like to say that the father's continuing to, to love the orphan out of me, you know, the mm-hmm. orphan mindsets and beliefs, and and so even now, if you know, sometimes you know, I, you know, and I'm not talking about anything bad, but I'm just talking about if you're discouraged or you're frustrated or you know, you're not living in that in the central place that you want to live, and, and Papa just comes and says, "Oh, son, I love you," and yeah. it's like you love me here. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm not going to the nations. I'm not, you know, you know, uh, leaping tall buildings at a single bound. And you love me right in the and in the depth of, of the, the the despair, or the discouragement, yeah. and, and it's like I think I think it takes faith to believe that he loves us there. But I think it's really um, that's when we discover, right, that he's loving us through thick and thin. Yeah, Barry, your static has come back again. Okay, I'll come out and then I'll, I'll come, come back, back in now. again. Yeah, okay. All right. So we'll just let Barry come back in again and hopefully his static will be sorted out. <laughs> but there's, um, just reminds me of one of the translations and the Beatitudes. Um, you know, blessed are those who know their need of him, for they shall be satisfied. And, uh, you know, I think it's like Barry was just saying, it's those moments when we in, in some ways we feel we don't deserve it you know and it's in those moments that we we are so aware of our need of him and it's in it's that it's in that moment of need that and desire mm. that 
we we can often have those encounters with him. Even the, you know he hasn't changed. You know nothing about him has changed. He's remained constant and you know loving. He says in Jeremiah, "I've loved you with an everlasting love." But it's in those times when we feel we don't deserve it, or we've you know we failed, or we've gone into condemnation or something. And it's in that moment when we can just stop and say, "Oh yeah, I do have a need. <laughs> I have a need of him." And it's so in, you know, I think we have to keep bringing ourselves back to that place of recognizing that we have a need. Yeah. You know, and actually, even, it's very easy to recognize a need when you've got a need. <laughs> but actually, That's profound. I, I, I'm, I, I'm really on a roll with being profound today, Barry. But, <laughs> but actually, we, if everything's going well and we're in a good season and life's good and you know we still have a need <laughs> and we still have the same need when life is going well as when life is not going so well the need in our hearts the need of our hearts is exactly the same but of course you know <laughs> when we don't feel we've got a need we don't feel we have a need they are Barry there's another profound one <laughs> But it's in those, it is in that, I think it's just important for us to remember we have a need, even if things are going well, even if life, life's good, we still have a need of him. Mm. And it's just easy, I think it's easy to lose sight of it, hey, hey Barry, just like, we can lose sight of that, but our heart still needs it. Yeah. Well, and I think that's where one of the the things for me, you know, when when we share this message, the you know, of course, it's 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 such a life message for both of us. But you know, is some some people have have said to me, you know, and uh, and meaning well, they just said like, I really don't need this revelation because you know I had a good family background, so I I don't I don't need this 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 kind of revelation of God being a father to me. But and, but I think for me, what has happened, and I know you know for you, your story was different than mine, but you know similar in the yeah. sense that you know I I had. <clears throat> I didn't know it, but I had a father hunger like that was raging inside of me all my life. Yeah, and yeah. and when when I discovered that Almighty God promised to be a father to me, it was like, man, I'm in. I am in both feet. I am in lock, stock, and barrel. Yeah. And and again, it, but it's just being in touch with the need. So you know, if you know people, what I say to people is, like, if you've had wonderful families great father figures i celebrate that that's god's desire mm -hmm. is that because i want to be a good dad a good grandpa you know that's my mm -hmm. heart and that's god's heart but but like just don't let the the um the the blessing that you've had in your life dull the sense that you there's more and that we can have a, a deeper revelation in, in relationship with the one who chose us before the foundation of the world i mean it's a, it's a different level of love you know and as i say sometimes that if the best dad in the world could give a drop, the father <laughs> wants to give us the ocean, right? And, and so I think that's... But that's, again, isn't, isn't that honing in and on that need and that awareness that we, yeah. you know, we, we need the uh, uh, parental love and, you know, and, it, and yay God for it, each person who's, you know, really had a healthy expression of all of that from both mothers and fathers because they were around. Uh, but... Uh, even even if you've had that, there is so much more that we can experience with God yeah. fathering us. Yeah, yeah. I, I I remember talking to a friend of mine a while ago, a few years back, and he he said to me, you know, he'd had a really really good relationship with his dad, and they got on well, and his dad was a strong Christian. Um, a really good father figure, you know, and my friend said, you know, I, I don't feel I've, I've had any lack in that area. Mm. And I was just about to jump in and say, well, even a good father is still very imperfect compared to our heavenly father. But he carried on and he said, he said this, he said, I realized the father issue for me, he said, was actually letting go of my earthly father and mm learning to hold on to my heavenly father wow he said i knew i could trust my earthly dad i knew my earthly dad would provide for me i knew he was always there for me but it was a huge step of faith to let go of what was good and familiar yeah. and actually you know 
um, begin to grow in that relationship with his heavenly father I thought that was so powerful because it was very very helpful because you know many of us have had good parents many of us have had a good experience not a perfect experience but a good experience and um, there's something of in us that has to let go of that in order to hold on to our heavenly father and begin to experience um, perfect love you know and encounter that um, a completely different dimension and um, yeah just that experience of love that comes to us from uh, our heavenly father yeah, it's interesting, you know, and it's an extreme case. So we know it's an extreme case, but the the story of the prodigal son, yeah, you know, uh, as long as he he had his wallet full of money <laughs> and he could have all the food and partying, he 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 wasn't heading towards home. It was only when he ended up in a pig pen and yeah. he experienced need. Now, I really believe the father doesn't want us to have to go to that. Like, and that's why I say it's a it's an extreme case. But to, to be able to understand the, that he turned his heart towards home when he began to be in need. And yeah. again, it's just understanding our deepest need for love. We need that all the time. And, yeah. and, and, and like you said, like for me, you know, oftentimes I forget. Yeah. And of course, in the story, the, the prodigal son, there's also the older son who couldn't, didn't get it. Um, you know, and we don't know. I mean, the story is left slightly open-ended, but I love what the father says to the older son right at the end of the story. He says, you know, son, you know, all that I have is yours yeah. and you are always with me. Mm. You know, and the, the older son just couldn't receive that. You know, even though he'd been given all of his inheritance at the beginning of the story, you know, he received yeah. his inheritance as... as as much as the younger son and you know there's so much bitterness and anger yeah he says you've never given me a goat that i could party with my friends you know you i've always served you i've always obeyed you you've never done anything for me you know this son of yours you know he can't even acknowledge that it's his brother and yet you know he is this guy who had the whole estate he could have taken something and celebrated with his, his friends, but his heart wouldn't let him do it. Mm-hmm. And when the father, I'm sure the father said those words so tenderly, you know, son, yeah. you know, you're always with me. Everything I have is yours. And that older son couldn't receive it. And yeah. I, I, I just, in it, I suppose I just asked that question of us today, you know, can we receive that? Can, can you receive the Father saying to you, you are always with me. Mm. You know, everything I have is yours. Because I've, I, I, come, I, I guess like you, Barry, I've come across many people when I've said that to them, they can't receive it. Mm. And so I just throw that out to you, to, to those of you watching with us live. You know, can you receive the Father saying to you, can your heart receive, hey, my son, my daughter, you're always with me. You know, everything I have is yours. Because if, if our heart can receive it, that's massive. That's huge. Wow. Wait, what, like, what are the implications of that? Yeah. Everything that I have is yours, right? Everything. You think about it. And he was talking, and and you can understand with the the older brother in the story, okay, you know, his 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 uh, kind of field of vision was a goat. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't give me a goat. I yeah. wanted a goat, and he didn't realize he had the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like um, when Paul says in Ephesians, you know, he has blessed us with every spiritual blessing. Well, what does that look like? I mean. Yeah. What is every spiritual blessing? <laughs> I mean, every, every, you know. And I think if we started to, if we, if if Barry and I wrote a list between us, it would be, it would hardly scratch the surface, eh? <laughs> yeah, absolutely, absolutely. We, see, and this is but what I, the Father wants to give us. Yeah, and I think you know this is where you know this is you know I think about. But we're talking about, about 
you know, really being aware of the presence of God, right? Yeah. The, keeping the main thing the main thing. And I, I just think about, um, you know, the story of Elisha and his servant, right, in, in, in the Old Testament, when there's this big army comes against Elisha to take him, and, and the servant's freaking out because it's just the two of them against an army. Elisha is cool as a cucumber, and he just makes a statement, and he says, those who are for us are more than those who are against us, right? You can mm-hmm. imagine the... The servant looking around, thinking, "Like, what's who's he talking about? Like, <laughs> yeah, where are they?" <laughs> and and what did what you know? What did Elisha do? He didn't try to um, tell the the servant anything. He just prayed a prayer and he said, "You know, Lord, open his eyes." Yeah. And all of a sudden, it was like the eyes, in a sense of his heart, not his natural yeah. seeing, but in his heart, opened up, and he saw that there was angels on chariots of fire that were, mm. you know, on in the mountains that were way more than the, yeah. the army that was facing them. And you know, and so I think about Ephesians one, seventeen and eighteen. Where Paul says, I keep yeah. on asking the glorious Father to give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation so that you might know him better. And that the eyes of your heart might be enlightened. They might be open so that you might know the hope of your calling and yeah. the glorious inheritance that you have together with all the saints. And, and I think that's, that's the... It, the it's it's the awakening that the yeah. Father wants to to give each one of us that we you know are the eyes of our inner being open yeah. and um, and so we actually are aware of His abiding presence and of course the Spirit of Wisdom and Revelation which is the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. is the one that actually helps us know the Father better. Yes. And that is, again, that's the person, right? It's the person of the Holy Spirit that 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 bears witness and introduces and helps us to make known the, the person of, of the first person of the Trinity. And, of course, through the person of the second person, Jesus, our union with him. So it's, it's, it's so good. It's great. And isn't it wonderful that Paul asks the Father to give us yeah. the very gift we need to get to know the Father better. <laughs> so that's how, I mean, whenever I read that and talk about that, it, it just shows me how desperate, how important it is to the Father that we, yeah. we get to know him because he gives us, the Father himself gives us what we need yeah. to get to know him. And it's like, that's, that's just so generous of him, so kind. It's... it's it is amazing, and you know, I, I just just as you were talking, Barry, I just um, remember that verse at the end of Job, where you know the, the story of Job. We 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 know it. It's this long discussion with Job and his friends, and you know, and at the end, Job has a personal encounter with the Lord, and right at the end of Job, the Lord says to him you know, uh, reveals himself, basically. The Lord reveals himself to him. And Job's response is, my ears had heard of you, mm. but now my eyes have seen you. Yeah. And I believe that's like the eyes of the heart for us. You know, we, um, we know all about God. You know, we can say, ah, oh, my ears have heard all about you. <laughs> you know, I know all about you. I've read the book. <laughs> But now, now the eyes of my heart, oh, I've seen you. I've seen who you are. And uh, it, just, it just shows to me the importance of keeping the eyes of our heart open. Mm. Paul says, I keep on asking. You know, I keep on asking the glorious Father, to give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation. I keep on asking that the eyes of your heart will be enlightened, will yeah. be opened. And I believe that's, that, that's kind of like our prayer, that we go on, we keep on asking, we, we keep on saying, Father, show me more of you, reveal more of, you, of, of who you are, show me more of your personality. Yeah, Moses said, show me your glory. Yeah. Show me your glory. And, the Lord puts him in that by the side of the rock and then he passes in front of him and what Moses sees and experiences is the Lord the Lord mm. gracious compassionate loving kind and what he sees in that moment is the nature and the personality mm. and the character of God the Father 
yeah. and you know I just think I say, I say Father I want that desire show me more of yeah. your glory show me more of your character your nature your personality show me who you are and you know help me to walk with you more and more mm-hmm. and not in my own independent ways because I think we kind of all do that a bit don't we Barry yeah, <laughs> yeah. absolutely but it, yeah. you know it's just like when it talks about us beholding the Lord of glory as yeah. in a mirror right? yeah and then it's like it's like when we think about that, like as in a mirror, so that we're looking at a reflection of ourselves in this mirror, but it's it's God yeah. in us, and He's shining on us, and yeah, even though we're we're clay pots, we're cracked pots, we're yeah. but we're that the the glory is uh, uh, is of God and not of us, right? And I yeah. think this is this wonderful thing that I think it's, it's interesting, you know. We and this is uh, I, I know I think we've talked about this before. But it's almost like there's two ways to see, right? There, there's there's a way to see with, through the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, the the tree of reason and intellect, and mm-hmm. and trying to understand things through, uh, maybe not through relationship, but, but then there's the eyes of the heart that we see through relationship yeah. and through intimacy. And you see, and, and you think about Adam and Eve, even in the garden, right? I mean, they're wandering around, no clothes on, and they're oblivious to anything. <laughs> Until, and the Bible says when they took of the tree, the fruit of the tree of, of knowledge of good and evil, it says their eyes were opened and yeah. they realized they were naked. But it's almost like you wonder if, if the eyes of their intellect and the, the reason were opened, but then the eyes of their heart was closed. Yeah. Right? At that moment. And then, so the redemption is about having the eyes of our hearts opened. And then, you know, the, all of that other stuff where we try to navigate uh, yeah. kind of gets closed down so we can actually see the kingdom and, and the glory of that and I think and I think that's a tension though isn't it like it in, is. in everyday life because we can default back to those those uh, you know default default systems that we have that yeah. you know uh, in reason and and in in all the things that we try to understand God by with, that's not through the heart revelation yeah. right yeah. so yeah, yeah. I mean, we've talked about Ephesians 1, the eyes of the heart being opened. But, you know, Paul contrasts that so clearly in Ephesians chapter 4. Um, Ephesians 4.17, he says, I tell you this, he says, and I insist on it in the Lord, that you must no longer live as the Gentiles do in the futility of their thinking. It's like the opposite, isn't it? You know, the eyes yeah. of the heart being opened, yeah. the futility of their thinking, they are darkened in their understanding and separated from the life of God because of the ignorance of their hearts. You see? And I, I just think that is that is the fruit. Yeah, Paul really describes it so well there. That's the fruit of living from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Yeah. It's the futility of thinking that... Uh, darkened understanding hardening of a heart and you know Paul says stop living like that you know I insist <laughs> on it in the Lord stop living like that and don't live like that but live yeah. like this yeah where the father will give you what you need to get to know him better that you can see him and actually you know you see him Paul says um, you know the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him and have the eyes of your heart opened so that you may know the hope to which you've been called. Mm. You know, and I think that that prayer is both um, vertical and horizontal. <laughs> yes. it's, it's vertical in the sense that we get to know him better. But it's horizontal in the sense that we get to know ourselves better and who we are and what the Father has given us to do as sons and daughters. Mm. And, you know, we love because he first loved us. Mm-hmm. And uh, it is as we live in love that we can begin to truly love other people. Mm. Amen to that, brother. Yeah. So, let's just spend some time together, shall we? Just praying mm. and opening our hearts to Father. Just wherever you are, you know, people all around the world, different time zones, some people watching later you know just 
much. Let's just take a few moments to open our hearts and you know, let the Father take us deeper. Yeah. You know, don't compare yourself to anybody else, but just allow Him to take you deeper. <laughs> Father we thank you thank you Father that you've given us and you're giving us the spirit of wisdom and revelation because you want us to get to know you better yeah. and Father we just want to sit in your presence in these moments and allow our hearts to receive that spirit of wisdom and revelation. Mm. Father, just as we sit with you, just as we sit in your presence, mm. Father, would you give us that most beautiful gift? Father, would you cause our hearts to see you and know you and experience more of you. Father, I just, I just ask that even in these few moments we have together, we would get to know you better. We would go deeper into your love. We would experience you loving us. We would experience you pouring your love into our hearts by the Holy Spirit that Father we would have an encounter with you Father may we have an encounter with you just even in this brief time a deep encounter with you Thank you, Father, that you're loving us. Yeah. Your love never runs out. Yeah. Thank you that you're loving us with an everlasting love. Yeah. That you lavish your love upon us. Simply and only because we're your children. <laughs> and Father, I just ask that we, each one of us each one of us would have that experience right now mm. of you lavishing your love on us. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Yeah. Yeah, Father, we just ask that, uh, yeah, that we just be awakened to the tangible reality of your love. The love that you're loving us with from eternity and the love that you're loving us with right now. Mm -hmm. So Father, we just ask that even in this very moment that we would be mm -hmm. centered in your love. That we would know that we know that we know that we're loved with an everlasting love and there's nothing that we could ever do to make you love us any more than you do right now. Mm -hmm. And there's nothing that we could ever do to make you love us any less than you love us with right now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So Father, I, I thank you that the way that you imparted life to Adam in, in the garden was you breathed into his nostrils the breath of life and the way that Jesus imparted the Holy Spirit was that he breathed on him and simply said receive the Holy Spirit so Father we just breathe <laughs> we just breathe in your love we breathe in your life we breathe in the, the essence of who you are and your your affection towards us even in this very moment yeah. Father we know that your love is here to comfort us when we are hurting 
to strengthen us when we are weak, to encourage us when we're discouraged. And so, Father, no matter what place we're at in our lives, right this very moment, we come to you. Mm-hmm. And Father, we ask that you would help us to still our hearts, to quiet our beings so that we can know at a heart level that you really are our God and our Father. Let's make it a daily thing to receive and go deeper. Amen to that. I won't yeah. talk much because I hear the sounds much. I hear the sounds So thank you all for joining us. We'll both be back next week together. And we will have a little conversation about sound in a few minutes to see if we can work out what's going on. <laughs> but thanks for joining us, everyone. And we look forward to seeing you all next week. Bless you.